Welcome to the Lipsy's Aim Higher podcast. I'm Jason Klossner, and today we've got Dale Luke with us. Howdy, howdy. And we have our special guest, uh, Chris Johnson, uh, pro- Senior Product Manager from FN. Thanks for having me. Got yeah, to have that senior in front of the title. That's it. That's, that's important. It. I've earned that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> hey, being with us at the range all day, he definitely earned it. Yeah, so. exactly. Exactly. Uh, Who so, are these knuckleheads? Yeah. So uh, Chris is here today. You know, we've uh, been shooting a bunch of new products, checking out a bunch of new guns. And, uh, you know, we wanted to talk a little bit about, give us a little history about FN and just kind of, um, you know, tell everybody. I think a lot of people know FN as a as a military contractor, as a you know the Call of Duty guns and everything else, but <laughs> but tell us a little bit about the you know what FN was and, and is today. Yeah, sure. So um, you know FN Fabric National has been around uh, since the 1800s. Uh, they've been making you know military arms for you know that long and everything. So um, you know basically they're for the longest time not really in the commercial space in the Americas whatsoever. I mean, they made commercial guns like over in Europe, you know, the baby Browning, things like that. Uh, but for the longest, you know, longest time, you know, we've not really been a commercial really entity here in the U S. So, um, the reason why, you know, FN is, you know, still in Belgium today, you know, still the factory there, you know, you know, thousands of people that work there. But the reason why we're in the U S today is because of the M two forty. Um, so in the, 80s when the army replaced the m60 um you know they went to you know went out to solicitations and then a a version of the mag 58 was selected uh which eventually became the m240 machine gun and the dozens of different variants thereof so uh that is why we're in south carolina it just so happens to be there's a big army installation army base there in columbia south carolina Mm -hmm. uh and it's literally just a few miles away from where we are uh in south carolina so okay well you know is in FN has a tie to, to Browning Winchester as well. What's the tie there? Yeah, so uh, so FN is part of the Herstel Group. Um, so the Herstel Group owns uh, Browning Arms, uh, Winchester. Um, I believe that there's some kind of licensing arrangement with the Winchester Repeating Arms. Um, and then, uh, you know, FN, FN America, FN Herstel, um, they're all part of the Herstel Group of companies. Okay. And I believe there's a couple other ones that I'm not remembering right now, but there's it's a it's a big global consortium of a lot of different like firearms companies. So you mm. so FN is is doing guns in South Carolina, and they're also doing guns in Belgium. That's correct. That's which, correct. which guns are made in Belgium still today? So primarily the five seven, uh, five seven pistol, uh, the PS ninety. Um, there are still some medium and light machine guns that are made in Herstal, um, but and then in. The Columbia factory, uh, all of our commercial pistols for the U.S. market are made there, the 509, the FNX, uh, these new pistols that we're going to talk about, um, the SCAR, uh, FN15s. Uh, we still make the M240. Uh, we have some contracts, le- legacy contracts for M249 and a couple other uh, you know military programs that we have. So the SCAR hmm. was made over there for a while. Now, it just hit recently has been into the United States. Is that yeah, correct? That is correct. Good. So, um, you know, Brian... You know, FN has had a lot of new products come out in the last year. The high power last year was like the big announcement at Shot Show. I know that the Shot Show that was kind of the the, the no show yeah. for most people, but <laughs> but um, but I know the high power was probably one of the big product releases at that. How, how tell us uh, you know how the production on that's been and uh, you know the development and all. Yeah, so you know that that particular program was in development for a long time. You know, I mean, obviously Browning. Uh, discontinued importing it in 2018, uh, frankly, due to low demand. Um, there wasn't a whole lot of demand, but, you know, like we were talking about, it launches like times a flat circle. Everything comes back sure. around, right? So, um, you know, 
demand for high powers is back. And, um, you know, that, like I said, that program's been in development for a long time. So we've been basically ramping up industrialization um, since we introduced it back in January. And we're starting to get more and more of those volumes, uh, you know, out there in the hands of customers uh, today. So it's it's coming along so yeah i mean the feedback's mm. been really good i mean dale you've you know you talked to a lot of customers too and uh, yeah. it seems like uh it's been i've seen more interest in the browning high power setup in the last 12 months and i have in the last right. 20 years right it's almost one of those things where you know your collector cars you know everyone's now looking for a resto mod you know something that is new but still has that old vintage look uh, under the hood and you can go out and shoot it and bang steel and do what you need to do but yet not ruin the integrity of some of the older models that are out there so yeah well, and, and I think, you know, a lot of people just want, want guns to go shoot. Yeah. You know, it's... Absolutely. I, I think it's so funny. You know, the, We've been, for so long, everybody had the the, the, the bigger size 9mm carry mm-hmm. guns. I mean, after the last 25 years, that's been kind of the standard. Yeah. When everybody's been lugging around. And now everybody's gotten so spoiled with these little micro guns and everything. And I think... Now when they buy a, a bigger gun, it's like, hey, I just want something to go shoot at the range with. I yeah. want something that's fun. Doesn't beat me up, you know. I st- all of a sudden, now a metal frame gun sounds pretty appealing to go out there to go shoot two, three hundred rounds out, you know, absolutely. Yeah. So, I think there's probably going to be more interest in that. I mean, you see like that with the CZ seventy five, the high powers, all the nineteen eleven nine millimeters, mm-hmm. even the legacy, some of the legacy SIGs and stuff like that. That's that stuff's really been done doing really really well. So it only makes sense that the high power would be would be potentially uh, a big hit again. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the things that we see, too, is that, you know, we had a lot of new shooters into the market the last two years, and um, because of what was available, because of what was popular at the time, a lot of people went and adopted, you know, these little tiny small guns, and some of them can be difficult to shoot. So, you know, it's like one of those things is like, well, what will give me a better experience? What, you know, what will, I like shooting, but, like, it beats me up. Like, how do I do something different? So that's where, like, you know, a bigger metal frame gun, really taking it to the range. It gives you a different experience than going and shooting your, you know, little small carry gun. Sure. Um, that, and that's kind of like what we were looking for. Like sometimes, you know, guns have a purpose. Like they're, you know, EDC guns. But sometimes it's okay just to have a gun that's fun to shoot. Right. So It doesn't always have to make sense. <laughs> well, it's also fun to have something that you can just practice your basic fundamentals on. Yep. Absolutely. And your longer sight plane. And if you hit on target, hit your bullseye or steel plate or whatever with a longer sight plane uh, pistol, the more confidence you're going to build in yourself and the more you're going to say, okay, now I'm ready to, to tackle that micro yep. and, uh, you know, bang a couple of rounds in it. Yeah, I mean, you can get discouraged real quick if you go out there with a, with a, with a you know, super subcompact type gun that has a lot of recoil and shooting duty side type ammo and uh you can get a small revolver you can get, and really yeah get just, well that's just, true i mean there's a lot of, there's a lot of first-time shooters who went out there with a with an airweight j-frame and <laughs> and didn't like shooting all of a sudden yeah. i was like well it's because you probably didn't start with the right gun yeah exactly but uh no that's a lot to be said about that so what about in long gun world i mean i know you know fn obviously has a lot of a lot of uh um Options out there in the scars and then the um, and the scar p is out now yep scar 15p just launched um I think when this airs, it just launched in, in December. Uh, that's been incredibly popular so far. Uh, you know, we've got a full line of FN15s, so AR pattern, uh, you know, rifles that are, you know, very durable, very reliable. We're, you know, iterate, or, uh, iterating on kind of the different uh, DMR platforms and the TAC3s and things like that. So we've got more of those that are out there. So, I mean, we're trying to be kind of a, a full, you know, suite of products for, you know, uh, 
you know, the shooter of today. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I tell you, this, the scar uh, continues to be one of the. It's funny, Dale and I talk about that. We always talk about three hundred eight, three hundred eight battle rifles. That's kind of like our little, our little sweet topic we talk about at the office all the time. And it's funny, it's you, you kind of go round and round and round, and it's like. God, the scar is such a good rifle, and it's he he ended up getting one. Yeah, I, I finally broke down and sold my middle child uh, <laughs> for some labor or something. And uh, but no, I love it. Uh, I went ahead and scoped it. It's going to be my pig, my all around uh, kind of hunting. In fact, I took it hunting uh, two weeks ago. Uh, I was in the woods and I had it with me. Nice. I had to carry it. I didn't have a sling to put on it, but hey, <laughs> I'll lug it around. It doesn't. Yeah. It's really not that heavy. No, but those guns shoot so good. I always forget about how great those guns shoot and everything, and, and, and they handle well. And they're really thin. Mm-hmm. They really are a modern FAL. Yep. So, which by the way, tell us about the. There's some. There's some rumors of FAL parts kits uh, coming out. What's yeah, so I think we're uh, we're doing a contest uh, right now where we have a certain number of like FAL parts kits that we brought over from Belgium. Um, they are actually, you know, used parts kits. Um, don't know all, you know, hundred percent of all the details, but basically what it is, is it's a sweepstakes. You know, you go in, you enter your contact information and basically, um, I think it's several hundred of these parts kits will basically be, uh, sold off if you win, like win the lottery, if your name gets drawn in the lottery. So, uh, that's kind of what I know about it right now. Um, as an employee that I think there's also like a chance where like one lucky winner will actually win a real like Belgian, you know, FN, FAO. Oh, wow. um, uh, as an employee, I'm not eligible to participate in that, which I'm a little heartbroken about, <laughs> but I did put my name in the hat for the parts kit. So hopefully I can, uh, you know, build my own FAL when it's, uh, when it's all said. Nice. Done, so that'll still be cool. That'd be cool. Well, Hey, let's talk about something that you can go out and buy. Sure. And that is the new big bore series from FN. So, you know, FN, the FNX 45, the original, the OG of the Optics Ready pistol. Optics gun. Ready threaded barrel. That gun was, I mean, such a revolutionary gun at the time. I remember when it came out, I was here, you know, still in sales and, and, and selling guns, and, and that gun came out, and I was like, man, that gun's got a lot of cool features on it. I mean, with, look at all these pieces and parts it went with yeah. it. And, you know, to the fact that, that that gun is still relevant today. Yep. Um, and all the things that have come now, sent now they're just commonplace that that gun really did a lot with. And really, it was the only gun to have those features for a long time. Mm-hmm. It took the rest of the market a long time to, to figure out, hey, this is where everything's going. But FN had the foresight to, to come out with that gun. Shoot, that gun probably came out what? 2010? Yeah, so yeah. it was around 2008. 2000, it was like early, or yeah, 2008. Late 2000s, I guess. Yeah. Um, it was in response to, I think, a, a military program. I think it was the Joint Combat Pistol Program. Correct. And, you know, that was basically where I believe the Army was evaluating red dot sights on pistols. And so I think at that point in time, it was a variant of the FNP 45 uh, that we then put a threaded barrel on, cut for red dot optic. And, you know, basically, I think people in charge at FN at the time said, hey, you know, like, look, this is a really good idea. We should put this out there. And, you know, the rest is history. The FNX 45 Tactical is basically the iteration of that pistol. And even today, even with the introduction of these pistols, it's still a great seller for FN and still, you know, part of what I would call an iconic part of FN's pistol product line. I agree with that. Uh, Yeah, I mean, at the time, it was best in class and capacity. Um, It had, you know, all the features with it, and it was still lightweight, and it was very shootable, very shootable gun. So today we've got some of the new iterations of of the, the large bore um, uh, semi automatic pistols from FN. You know, it's funny large bore pistols back 
when the FNX 45 came out was, you know, it was still a lot of 45 mm-hmm. guys for carry mm-hmm. and, and everything. Now it's pretty much a nine millimeter world. I think we all agree on that now, but now with the large boards and 10 millimeter and 45, it's more for field applications for a lot of people. So tell us a little bit about these, Chris. Yep. So what we're introducing is essentially two new pistols at the same time. It's uh, the FN 545 Tactical and the FN 510 Tactical. 545 Tactical is chambered in 45 ACP. The 510 is chambered in 10 millimeter auto. So we're praise the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> We've only been talking about 10 millimeter and FN for 20 years. The, you know? the, the comeback kid. <laughs> yeah. So the, the, yeah, it's it's funny. The 10 millimeter. Every it seems like every manufacturer that comes in, they're like, "Hey, we got 10 millimeter in the progress." You know, and it's funny how that that was. 20 years ago, you'd say, hey, what about a 10 millimeter? And like, no. No, we're not no, playing that no, game. No, no, it's dead. It's done. You know, it's funny. 10 millimeters where 40 Smith & Wesson is now. So, you know, so keep in mind, in 15 years, we'll all be excited, about, saying 40s we'll be excited about a 40 Smith & Wesson introduction. But, but no, 10 millimeter has never been more popular. Um, for the guys out there running the backcountry who are – who are, um, you know, wanting backup guns for uh, camping and all this kind of stuff. It really has kind of taken the place of the large bore revolver that we've seen, uh, especially the the forty four magnums and the four fifty fours and stuff like that. A lot of guys realize I'd rather have something I can hit hit a target with than than and then then have a bigger gun that I can't hit anything with. Um, we shot these guns today. I tell you what, they're shooters. You got some contenders. Yeah, got some contenders. Why don't you break down the uh, the forty five first, and then we'll go into the ten millimeter. Yeah, sure thing. Uh, so it's a basically it looks very similar to a five hundred nine. Think of it as a scaled up uh, version of the five hundred nine. Uh, it's basically similar styling, so similar ergonomics that you would see on FN five hundred nine, just scaled up for uh, forty five. So it features fifteen and eighteen round magazine, so you get extended capacity, which again FN tactical pistols are known for. You have the low-profile optics mounting system, so you can mount over a dozen different commercially available optics right out the door. So and it's all in a blister pack in the box yeah, that, that comes with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, you don't have to, like, go and order anything from us. It all comes in the box and you know, basically ready to go. So um, suppressor height night sights that co-witness uh, based on the shim kit that we supply. Mm. Um, uh, 4.7-inch threaded barrel. Uh, it is a ch- uh, threaded... Uh, 0.578 by 28 thread, so it's a pretty common thread pitch for 45 cans, mm-hmm. um, and it's got a great trigger, ambidextrous controls, uh, you know, great ergonomics. It makes for an overall very shootable package. Yeah, and at the range today, this 45, you know, 45 can be a little snappy depending on the package, and this gun was extremely soft shooting. Um, I know it sounds like a broken record with all these FNs being soft shooting, but I tell you what, I don't y'all y'all have the formula for success when it comes down to managing recoil and how the pistol really handles it. Yeah, we have some great engineers. They spend a lot of time, you know, trying to basically, you know, make you know these bigger bore calibers that have a very different recoil impulse than nine millimeter. Make them very shootable. Make them something to where you know people can pick them up. It, you know, learn them and shoot them well, kind of right out the gate. Mm-hmm. That's been absolutely kind of, the, kind of the goal there. Well, I'll, I'll go out and say that that was the softest shooting forty-five I've ever shot, mm-hmm. and I've I've shot them all. Yeah, I mean, yeah. probably own half most yeah, of you them. Had, yeah. But but that when I shot the first round, I was like, did it go well, off? That wasn't bad. I mean, it really it, it felt like a it felt like a nine millimeter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was really super impressed of, of the recoil impulse on that gun. Um, Stupid accurate. That trigger, you, you guys really clean the triggers up on these guns. 
Um, I liked it. It's not it's not a super steep curve trigger, but it's also not a flat trigger. It's kind of a hybrid that I really really like. It it, it fit my hand perfectly. Um, it comes with two different back straps. It has the medium in there. Usually I I'm kind of slapped a small uh, back strap on there, but I tell you on this kind of I kind of think I like the medium better. Yeah. On it there. Did, yeah, it didn't feel oversized no, at all. The, the texturing was just right. Not too aggressive, but it and it wasn't slick. Um, I really like this gun a lot. And we think it's going to do well for us. You know, I think that, you know, we put a lot of time and energy into it. We want it, you know, we're, we're known for 45s with the FNX 45 tactical. So we wanted to put our best foot forward when we did the 545 tactical. So, you know, if you're, you know, a customer looking for, you know, consistent trigger pull and a 45 with class leading capacity, it's kind of all right here. Yeah. I mean, to, to have a, you know, have a 19 shot striker fired 45 that, that shoots like a nine millimeter, that doesn't, that's not a lot of negatives right there. <laughs> no. I mean, you know, it's, yeah. you know, the, the ten millimeter gets all the play on, as, as the field guns these days. Everybody's talking ten millimeter, but really, I tell you, forty-five ACP with the right loads is right up there. And we always talk about when we're talking about our big bore revolvers because you know we, that's such a common subject yeah. with, with yeah. Lipsies all the time. Is you know everybody who talks heavy forty-five Colts and forty-four Magnums. They they talk the big the big loads, but their their everyday carry loads are a two fifty grain hard cast bullet at nine hundred feet per second, and it, you know you hear that over and over and over. Oh, all you need is a two hundred fifty grain bullet at a thousand feet per second. That'll kill everything you need in North America. Well, guess well, what? Yeah, when you when you look at it, that's a forty five ACP loader, right? Yeah, you know, and so when you when you think about it, if you can load and with these with these uh, hammer forged barrels, they're not polygonal, shoot all lead you want. You take a a two hundred fifty grain hard cast uh, bullet in there, and you can get you can with that four point seven inch barrel. You can with the right powders, you can get to nine hundred feet pretty dang easy. Mm-hmm. That's pretty formidable. When you think about, you got eighteen round magazine in there. That's that's a revolver with with two extra reloads on top, <laughs> and in the gun that you um, can shoot fast and accurate. You can shoot fast and accurate. You can reload really quick. It's a heck of a lot lighter. Mm-hmm. And if if you can't see your sights, you can put an optic on it. Exactly. You can put a light on it if you're camping at night. That's got a lot going for it. Um, you Suppressor know, so, ready. Yeah. So so um, yeah. Don't don't discount the 45 ACP uh, for for the guys out there who are looking for a field gun. Um, I think I think it's I, I'd be willing to be surprised if we don't start seeing people start to trend back that way. Um, I'm looking at one right now. Yeah, I know. I know. He, he was. I know. You might want to check your check his pockets when you leave here because he was eyeballing that forty five pretty hard today at the range. So, but um, but hey, to go to the to the next uh, to the next conversation piece here, we've got the new ten millimeter, the five ten. Yep. So um, you know, as I mentioned, we've got two new pistols, the forty five and the ten millimeter. So basically, um, we've basically chambered the five forty five for ten millimeter. So uh, you know, sim- similar specifications. You know, great package, great trigger. Um, you know, great ergonomics. Uh, uh, cut for the low uh, low profile optics mounting system, but in a very popular ten millimeter caliber. Uh, one of the things that I'm most excited about this gun is that, you know, standard capacity is fifteen plus one, but then we also have a twenty two plus one round magazine. So you can have twenty three rounds of ten millimeter at the ready, uh, to basically be ready for whatever you run into. So. Right. And we know 10 millimeter is, you know, growing and prop, regrowing in popularity again. So, you know, like listening to customers, you know, everybody's been asking for a 10 millimeter, you know, FN pistol for a long time. So we think we delivered something really nice there with that. Yeah, I know when the FNX 45 came out originally, everybody was like, What's, what about 10 millimeter? Mm-hmm. Of course, 10 millimeter was dead back then. Nobody, yeah, exactly. Nobody want to talk about it. But yeah, no, I, I, 
that man, twenty three rounds of, of ten millimeter on tap is uh is pretty formidable. And uh, watching Jason completely do a mag dump with twenty three rounds <laughs> was quite impressive. <laughs> Keeping it in a eight inch circle as fast as he could pull a trigger was pretty darn sweet. Super controllable. I mean, again, we we keep said it about about the about the FN pistols, but these guns are very easy to shoot, they're very comfortable. Um now, you guys did a lot of testing with a lot of different types of 10 millimeter. I know that's a big, a big challenge with the manufacturers with 10 millimeters that you, know, you got everything from 40 Smith & Wesson equivalent loads to the, the heavy buffalo bore type stuff and everything in between. So tell us about some of the challenges and, and the testing that you had to go to to, to make sure that uh, you had reliability with all these loads. Yeah, so actually with both 10 millimeter and 45, the ammo compatibility list were quite extensive. Um, you know, we were developing these, you know, partly during the pandemic when there was an ammo rush. So we kind of had to like beg, borrow, and steal to kind of get like the full list. But sure. we think we were pretty comprehensive in getting, you know, different bullet shapes and powder loadings and primer types and, you know, casings and all that different stuff to basically, you know, have guns that will eat just about anything mm-hmm. that's out there and, mm-hmm. and reliably cycle just about anything that's out there in the market. There are a few exceptions to that, like some really you know, strange, you know, loads and things like that, wad cutters and so on and so forth that, you know, will give any semi-auto pistol a little bit of a trouble. But, you know, for the most part, like, it is very reliable and will basically cycle, you know, just about most commercial ammo. So we, we covered most of the bell curve, I'll say, when it comes to the types of ammos that are out there. Yeah, and, and, and there's always the X factor of the person shooting it, too. You know, it, it's a lot of times you go out there and you, and you test a gun, and if you're all locked out, things can run around. You shoot it kind of, kind of, Kind of softly, or kind of softly, yeah. weak-handed. You know, trying to shoot from a from a, a down position or something like that. Things can happen. So you really got to vet these guns, especially when you're on the on the outer edge of of the the ballistic performance of what the cartridge was developed for. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I, I tell you, we shot we shot several hundred rounds through these guns yeah. today, and uh, we didn't have nothing bobbled at all mm-hmm. on them. And I, I tell you what, the accuracy of these guns was phenomenal. Um, the ease of shooting, the ergonomics of them, they're really easy to hit the controls. Now, some of the some of the larger frame tens and forty five, especially when you start getting these double stack magazines, it can be kind of hard to you have to shift a gun around to, to work the, the mag release or the slide release and everything. These guns really you didn't have those those efforts uh, those problems with that. You had a lot of ambidextrous uh, use on here. Mm-hmm. So I think, man, that we were talking about earlier in a chest rig. I mean, and this this gun would be really chest be rig and really a ten. Nice. Yes, absolutely. It'd be a really nice setup. But uh, so you got you got two different colors. You got FTE. You got black. Um, is there any other options right now? Uh, yeah. So basically, FTE black, uh, ten millimeter, forty five ACP. Uh, we will have state compliant, you know, versions. Uh, you know, going out, like, listening to customers and things like that, there's actually a lot of customers that live in capacity restriction states that want 10-round versions of the 10-millimeter because I guess kind of the mentality is, is like, look, if I only got 10 rounds, I want the 10 most powerful rounds I can possibly yeah, get. So mm-hmm. we'll have those, you know, available as well. Um, but uh, we're really excited about the tactical, you know, coming out. And, uh, you know, again, you know, this is a brand-new pistol platform for FN, so it'll give us lots of options for future stuff in the works as well. So. That's good. That's good. Well, I tell you what, it's a home run. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Um, and I've never seen a pistol throw brass that far before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was our, flinging him out there. It was, our there, cameraman there was, was getting pelted. Uh, and he was a ways away. <laughs> there was no uh, feeble extraction on this one. No yeah. brass to face uh, yeah. on, on these none, guns at all. So none. No, I mean, it, you, look, you get everything out of the box. It's ready to go. You got the threaded barrel. You got the optics cut. You got the night sights. You got the extended magazine. You got all the plates. 
it's really it's you got a, your back straps. Yeah, you, you, you got you've everything. got it all right there. Um, you got FN reliability. You got the quality. You got accuracy. You got a great trigger. Um, hammer forged barrels. Hammer forged barrel. Yeah. You got striker fired. Um, a new newly designed trigger. I mean, it's um, you got a lot of things going for these yeah. guns, and so I'm, I'm glad to see more options in the in that large frame big bore pistol out there. It's you know it was kind of one or two players in there for so long, mm-hmm. and now we've got really a, a great stable of options out there. Absolutely. And so get out there. I think FN has really made a made a statement of coming out with these guns. I think they're going to do really really well, and I'm excited to see what other derivatives will come out of this as well. Uh, maybe some Lipsy's exclusives one day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, so, hey, I know everybody wants to know to check out these guns. They go to the FN's um, social pages and go to FN's website. Give us some information on where to find you. Yep, so best place to find out uh, any information about FN and FN's uh, products, FNAmerica.com. Uh, you know, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, so on and so forth. But, yeah, F- uh, FNAmerica.com is the best place to get, you know, most up-to-date information on products. Great. Well, Chris, we really appreciate you coming down, spending the day with us. Absolutely. We had a great time shooting these guns. Uh, great, great, great um, models. We've shot some other stuff that's going to be launched at a later time that I'm super excited about. Uh, keep keep tuned in April. I think you're going to be excited yeah. about that. <laughs> and, uh, anyways, go to ellipses.com. Uh, check out all of what we've got going on. Go to all our social pages. And uh, check them out. Dale, you got anything else to say? I'm at a loss. No, I got nothing. I'm lost for words. These things really shut me up pretty good. So. <laughs> I think he, I think I think he's got a 45 on his list. Also, yeah, he's a uh, pretty hot on that. Possibly one, so. a 10. Yeah, uh, they may or may not make it out of the building. The good thing <laughs> is you got one holster that fits the same gun. Yeah, so. that is true. That is true. And All one right. one can for both. There you go. All right, guys. Until next time, aim higher.